Hello. 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 Hi there. Hello and welcome to the Football Times podcast with myself, RadioTimes.com sport editor Michael Potts and Mr. Matthew Ketchell of BBC Match of the Day magazine. How are you doing today, sir? Yes, great, Michael. Raring to go. <laughs> exactly what he said to me away from the <laughs> mic. Um, we will be rounding up all of the Premier League games on TV this weekend. Uh, we'll get straight into it, starting with Bournemouth versus Manchester United. Saturday, 2nd of November, it's BT Sport 1 and it kicks off at 12.30. Um, we'll start with Manchester United. A good win at the weekend, 3-1. Could have been far, far higher scoreline if it had not been for Tim Krul and United's inability to take a penalty kick. Yeah, how many penalties are they going to have? That must be... I don't even know what the figure is, but that's it's ridiculous. Loads of penalties. They missed loads as well. Um, I can't remember the last time Rashford actually put one in the net. He has scored. He's definitely scored. Yeah, he, ha- he has scored, but it's uh, it seems like it's been a while. Uh, nevertheless, still 3-1 win, which I guess anything over a 1-0 win or a, or a scrappy 0-0 draw is... United fans are going to take that at the minute. We Did you watch the game at all? Were you impressed with them? Yeah, I watched the highlights on, on Match of the Day too. Martial looked really sharp. Mm. He's been out for quite a bit, but he, he slotted straight back in. That's going to be massive for them. And, and, and all of a sudden, Rashford looked more comfortable with someone to play off. Mm. And they Daniel James, Rashford and Martial, that, that could be quite a tasty yeah, forward line. They just need to sort out, sort out the, the back of the team rather. Yeah. But, but, but going forward, it's very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it, it sort of was a gamble, wasn't it, when you you let Lukaku go and, and trust Rashford to go through the middle. I mean, I know obviously they had Martial who, who got injured, but I mean, a lot of the intention there was to play Rashford through the middle. And... Um, but yeah, if, if Marshall can lead that line, James James has been phenomenal this season. He's probably been their best attacker so far, most consistent. Uh, phenomenal ball over the top for Rashford, great touch. It it made football look very simple. I, I, I don't know. It just it just it came very naturally to them. Whereas I think so far when you watch United, it's uh, it's such a grind just to get just to get something on the score sheet. Uh, also in there, uh, McTominay on the score sheet. I think he's having a great season as well. Got man of the match the yeah. other day. He was at fault for the Norwich goal though. He fault gave for the possession goal. away, but I think yeah, great player. And if he can if he can bring goals, that that can help massively. And mm. yeah, he's a, he's a really solid player. I think he's probably surprised everyone at Old Trafford. Yeah. They weren't expecting him to come in and take so much responsibility. But with Pogba out, he's he's really stepped up. Fair he play. Actually, looks like quite a mature sort of bit of an old school vibe from him. Bit of, I don't want to say like old Man United, but he's got that sort of that just I guess doggedness. And and I think when a, when a, there's a couple of times now where the ball's just dropped on the edge of that box. And whereas others might have shied away from it, he's not scared. He's he's brave enough to actually take on that shot, and, and he's found the net a few times. He's a big lad it. as well. Puts yeah. himself about. You know, he dominate. You can dominate in yeah. midfield. You can, you can do that. He looks yeah. like he's grown into it rather than just sort of being a youth player. You know, sometimes they just look a bit, I guess, weedy and a bit sort of not not suited for the role. But he, he looks like he's uh, coming on leaps and bounds. He's making stake, staking a strong case not to buy Declan Rice and Sean Longstaff in January. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly <laughs> I can do the job. <laughs> yeah, don't need them. Uh, yeah, United have got a bit of a season-defining potentially run coming up uh, against teams who they should hope to beat. Uh, they've got Bournemouth, Brighton, Sheffield United and Villa uh, before Spurs and City. Yeah, for those four games, you know, if you've got Martial back, you're... You're sort of going for two or three wins at least out of that, really, aren't you? Well, that's well, so that's sure. the pressure that comes comes with Man United. But Bournemouth need to be careful. Yeah, they, they no wins in four, mm. no goals at all last month. Uh, well, in in October, no goals in three games. Yeah, and, and they really need to be careful, Bournemouth. They can't. This is a bad run, and they're not scoring. So that it's a big game for them as well. Mm. Um, they haven't. So one of the stats here: they haven't lost uh, against six teams that they played below them this season. So they haven't lost against a team below them. So you can see how they're just keeping people at bay. 
but yeah, you, like you say, they really need to start turning those draws, those nil-nil stalemates mm. into into was, more than that, really. Yeah, very much a last-on match of the day game. Last yeah. week. The, that game, though, I love their kit. Did you see their kit? They yes. had white shorts. They had to wear white yes. shorts. It looked yes. like AC Milan. Yes. I love that. I, I know, I've know. i been watching that, and yes, it looked very cool. That was I'm, the only good thing that. That, that they came away <laughs> from last week. So at least, yeah, if you're falling, you're falling with style. But they've got good players, the Wilsons. Harry and, and Callum, I like them. And King is, is just seems to get a little bit, be- little bit better every season. Mm. I like King, um, and they, they, they've got a good keeper this year. Ramsdale's yes, really yeah, he's coming into it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but this one, I think we go Man United for this I don't one. No, you know, I think it could be a draw. I, th- I, it de- I guess it depends which Bournemouth. If the Bournemouth with Callum Wilson and Josh King sort of on the same wavelength, both equally as dangerous. Uh, I mean, yeah, anything can happen with that, but. I, have seen a very muted Bournemouth yeah. recently. You'd hope United actually, you know, get the message now that this is how we play football and this is how we score goals. There's still question marks over a lot of that, a lot of that Man United team. So, and I think Bournemouth have to respond. They need to, mm. they need to start putting serious points on the board, scoring goals. So, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go for a draw on that one. Interesting. Going to go for going to go for a narrow win, but a win all the same. Uh, moving swiftly on, we have on Saturday at five thirty kickoff on Sky Sports Premier League and main event. It's Watford versus Chelsea. Uh, we'll start with the away team again. Um, you could argue that Lampard hasn't really had too many huge changes or big decisions to make since coming into Chelsea. Pressure off a little bit. Yet bringing Pulisic in for Hoods and Adoy has worked a charm. Yeah, he's got the magic touch, hasn't he, Frank? He's, mm. It's easy, this management <laughs> game, isn't it? They're like the cool team now, aren't they, Chelsea? Yeah. Like, oh, I love what Chelsea do, exciting young yeah. English players. And then... And then he's timed it brilliantly with Pulisic to come in and score a perfect hat trick. What do you make about when players? So Pulisic came out and he, he sort of, you know, came out in public, said he was disappointed with not playing. Do you, where do you stand on that? Do you, do you quite like players coming out and showing a bit of desire to get on the pitch? Yeah, I love that. As, a, as someone who works for a, a football magazine, you, you like a bit of honesty <laughs> rather than yeah. just take it a game at a time. You want to, if, if, if you haven't been playing well, everyone can see that. And I think he's because he. Cause he because Pulisic is an American, I, I always find that American sportsmen are, uh, are a bit more articulate, um, and so he talk he talks a good game, Pulisic, and he was just yep. honest. And it's a big spotlight on him. He's cost a lot of money. He was very successful in the Bundesliga. There's been he's been under the microscope since he was sixteen, seventeen, yeah. and this is really the first time he's come under some kind of you know experienced adversity. And it, it didn't he didn't hit the ground running. And I think he's mm. the kind of person who has high standards of himself. So he'll have been disappointed to come yeah. in the team, not deliver, then be out of the team. So he's timed it brilliantly to 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 score a perfect hat trick. It was very clinical. And he's he's caught with the pressure as well, hasn't mm. he? Because I mean Hudson Adore he hadn't exactly been out of form. Like he's he's been doing very well. So it's kind of like there's there was no reason to drop Hudson Adore other than to, you know, say Pulisic, you've complained, you know. Have a day, sort of thing, and and he's done it. Master master stroke, but then all of a sudden, the squad's so strong, you, you could see Pulisic not potentially not start. You know, yeah. Hudson Odoi could yeah. start this game, so he's got a he's got a selection headache yeah. now. But that's it's a good problem. Been really impressed with Willian as well. Not I've never been totally sold on him, but I think this season he's he's coming to his own. It was a great finish the other day. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you've got four top attacking talents like that, you can just mix and match. You've got Mount behind them. Yeah, easy. Pe- Pe- Pedro players like that. He's not. Yeah, not Pedro's really, not even been a part, has he? He's not even. Been, yeah. he's not even featured. The, their bench is fantastic. Giroud would walk into most Premier League yeah. teams. So they have got loads of strength and depth. They've, they've got they've got hungry young players. There's there's not many injuries. It's it's going well for Chelsea. Mm, absolutely. And from one team who can't stop scoring to a team who can't score, mm. uh, Watford. A lot of trouble going forward. They've they steadied the ship a little. Uh, conceded just six in six. 
since that 8-0 defeat to City. Uh, three draws in the last three Premier League games, a couple of nil-nils in there. Um, but, I mean, where are the goals going to come from? They've had nine different scorers and they've only scored ten in the Premier League so far. Only Pereira has scored more than one. It's such a... I mean, you can't, you can't stay up without, without a goal scorer, without at least one of your guys standing up and, and bagging ten. You can't, yeah. you can't do it. I think we're learning that... Um, I think Deeney's a huge miss for them. Yeah. And I think we're learning that Andre Gray isn't a Premier League striker capable mm. of getting into double figures. And they brought he's patchy, in, isn't he? As yeah, a support, just, he's, he's, he's nothing more than a supporting player. He really he started sort of. games and, and he, the goals just haven't haven't come for him. And he, he he tends to miss chances from what I've what I've seen of him live. Mm. He's, he's missed chances. And then Welbeck, which looked like a good signing, he's now he's now out for quite a, quite a while, which is. Yeah. Real, real shame for him, but it's he's an injury-prone player, so they've got a big problem with injuries, um, and and they, and they can't score goals. What what Kike Sanchez Flores' priority clearly was is to come in and, and, and set up a solid defence, which I think he's done. Yeah. Now it's all about um, getting a counter-attack going. They've, they've got players like Delafeo, who I think's underperformed. He's a yeah. very talented player. Perfect. You can see him getting up to that final third, and then as soon as he hits that imaginary line, he just he can't do anything with it. And it's like a, a Damatroy already until sort of the last few weeks, he was had probably suffered the same problem of being able to get up to that box and then sort of mm. fall apart when he gets there. And this game is going to be it's going to be a very rigid Watford trying to catch Chelsea on on the counter attack, and mm. Watford need to get the counter attack going. That's their only chance of of, of staying up already. The four points adrift, so they need to get something here and, and hope they can bring the goals and get Deeney back fit. Yeah, absolutely. Any hope for Watford in this one? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I mean, th- the thing is, Chelsea do leak goals. I mean, the yeah. other day, 4-0, it's wrapped up, home and host, and then, you know, a bit of a blinding effort, to be fair, from, from Rodriguez, and, and suddenly just takes the shine off it. But, yeah, I think I think they're going to be pretty untroubled from this one, Chelsea. Uh, moving on to Super Sunday on 3rd of November, we have... Uh, first up, it's Crystal Palace versus Leicester. It's on Sky Sports Premier League and main event from two o'clock. Uh, Leicester versus Southampton was an interesting one. Oh, <laughs> Did you watch that game? I, I, I saw oh. the I saw the half time score. Yeah, and then saw the full time score, and I was like, "Wow, I've, yeah. I've missed one there." Well, lads, we we got in we. Uh, housemates and stuff and it was just one of those nights where nothing's going on we were like oh Southampton Leicester do we really do we really want to go for that the other two didn't and I was like mm, let's, let's let's give it a shot give it a chance and my word Leicester incredible like I, I know there's so much going on about Southampton players just thrown in the towel but I think Leicester would have put four or five past any team any team in the Premier League pretty much they look, on, they look on good I know, I know eight of those goals were against ten men but Leicester just look they look so balanced Mm. We've got two solid centre-backs, got two great full-backs, indeedy anchoring it, and then everyone in front of, of those players is, is, is creative players. Madison, Barnes, Perez, and then Vardy. Just, just, just going to go on forever, isn't he? Scoring, <laughs> scoring goals. Relentless, relentless. So th- there's a lot to like about Leicester mm. in the minute. I was, com- I was actually comparing them to uh, to their title-winning team, which I guess mm. they're always going to have for the next few years now, aren't they, really? But... I think man for man, they're pretty much like they're strengthened everywhere. Like they're back four, entirely new back four, and you'd probably take all four of them over the Morgans, Simpsons, Hooth, etc. I know obviously they they were in a weakened Premier League, you'd say, not to take anything off the achievement. Um, but credit to them for their their recruitment since then. I think they've just got every move so right. And I think people like Ndidi stepping up, um, 
Yes, yeah, so, so Inchu, who is one of the funniest defenders, excellent defender, but one of the most amusing defenders mm-hmm. to actually watch. Carragher was falling over himself, like just sort of in awe of So Inchu. Yeah. Um, from the haircut to the tackles, he was he was saying. Um, Vardy, but, Vardy yeah. just to say, they, 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 there's a bit of reliance on Vardy. So he, he if he um, gets injured or suspended, then there's a, a bit of a, pr- a yeah. bit of a gap up front. But, but even then, you've got the four attack midfielders sort of sitting behind, like like you say, you've got Madison. Going through the middle, you got Tillman's stepping up. Um, Harvey Barnes was probably man of the match in the first half. Mm. He's got two assists and two, uh, sorry, two assists in his last two games. So direct, four and two. Yeah, very exciting player. Um, more on him in fantasy Premier League tips, I believe, mm. in a little while. Um, but yes, Leicester going up against Crystal Palace, who who are sixth in the How Premier League table. <laughs> it's November. I'm looking at their team. I'm seeing. I mean, it's bizarre. <laughs> great, and then the rest of the squad is. They deserve a lot of credit. Uh, uh, they're yeah. very organised. They've done this with with basically no striker as well. Yeah. Are you? Well, I was going to say Jordan Ayew. He's been around. He's been around a bit. He's he's sort of he's just been in the relegation scrappy teams. Never quite settled. I think Palace fans were sort of maybe were dismayed when they actually picked him up on a permanent transfer. Um, he had one in twenty last season. He's got four and nine this time around. Yeah, I, and, and I'm looking at the squad and and two things that stood out for me: the average age. Is twenty nine point four, oh. so it's a, it's experienced team and they're big lads as well. The average height is six one, so it's mm. big experienced players, and they've got character. They, they went two 0 down away at the Emirates, away at Arsenal at the Emirates, and in seasons gone by, you know that's game set match. But they, mm. to come back from that is good, and I think um, Zaha hasn't been. Hit, I don't think he's hit. He's hit full speed yet. No. But one thing I'm, I'm interested about with Zaha is I think VAR is going to suit him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna <laughs> like it because if if you start analysing challenges on him in the box, I think he'll win more penalties than he'll get bookings for diving. Yeah, as we saw on Sunday. And Mil- Milivojevic licking his lips, the the yeah. human penalty taker. Yeah, well, the human penalty taker. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what he is. is. A robotic <laughs> penalty yeah. taker. Uh, <laughs> yes, Luka Milivojevic is a human. He's the, he's the new Matt Letizia. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean the other thing is what they, they make. They sort of. And there's all this thing about luck coming into it, but they're making their own. They're, they're like I say, are you chasing down David Luiz, who was absolutely nowhere? I mean, he, that was awful for for Ayu's goal, and they're just chasing every lost cause, and they're they're finding out that you can more often than not exploit them. Yeah, very motivated team. Um, Crystal Palace against Leicester. For all we can say about Palace, it's it's just so hard to predict them to win these games. I guess the the biggest games going with Leicester. Yeah, it's um, got it's got it, the run's got to stop for Palace soon. I think. Yeah, they're overachieving, and maybe this is it. The, I think Rod, Brendan Rodgers at Leicester is his job is keeping his team's feet on the ground. After that, mm. it's a completely bizarre game. Yeah, uh, he, he just needs to keep their feet on the ground and, and make sure that they don't stroll into this game and and you know concede early sure. and, get, and get blown away. That's so. In, a very interesting game. If Leicester, if Leicester perform it, they'll win it. Mm, absolutely. Uh, we'll move on to the final game of the weekend. Of course, no, uh, no Monday night football this time around. Uh, we have Everton versus Spurs on Sunday, and Sky Sports Premier League main event at four thirty. Um, we'll start with Everton. So, just a bizarre team. I think we've said this every time Everton's come up on this podcast, but. Just a strange, strange team. Uh, three 2 no wins in the last six games, a couple of those in the Cup. I think there's maybe a little bit of pressure off when it comes to these Cup competitions. They seem to be strolling through the rounds. And when it comes to the Premier League, when it comes to these big games that they really need to win for, for silver, they just can't quite seem to yeah. edge them out. Like like Brighton the other day, they, 
I mean, slightly unlucky maybe with Dina in the last minute, but they just they just look like a different team in the Premier League. You can't quite handle it. Well, I don't handle I the don't, expectations. Maybe I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think I think the cup games have been quite straightforward. I just don't see anyone playing well in the Everton team, and and I think the victims of their you know they, they created their own downfall. Pickford was at fault for the for the first goal they conceded at Brighton. There was a very harsh penalty in there, and then Dina yeah. Dina scored an own goal. They're doing themselves no favours mm. basically, and they did beat Watford. Uh, Yesterday, as we're yep. recording this on a, on a Wednesday, they beat Watford in the cup, which helps. But but uh, they're underperforming Everton for the amount of money that they've mm. spent. And I think the board at Everton are probably going to be looking closely at Margot Silva, and yeah. he, he needs to turn the turn well, this around. A, it was quickly. a few games ago they said roughly, you know, sort of three games to 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 weigh Silva up, and he, he I guess he's picked up a couple of like say cup results and things, but it's nothing too drastic yet. Uh, Calvert Lewin, terrific finish the other day. He's, he's one of those frustrating players where. Uh, I think he's got the talent. I just wonder whether he's maybe got the presence, the character sort yeah. of thing. Like, he scored know. in the cup as well yeah, yesterday. I, so I just he... don't know whether defenders are particularly scared of Everton when they come up. I don't think they've got too many sort of huge characters in there. No, he Anybody can, he you're can... worried about sort of thing. Well, Richarlison really should be... He should, should be, be that And he, he also scored in, in the cup. So Calvert-Lewin can finish, and I think Richarlison needs to needs to bring it more. He's, he costs a lot of money, and he's a very talented player, and I think he take, needs to take a bit more responsibility and help them out with some... With some goals, but mm. defensively not great, and uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too inspired by Everton, yeah. and probably worry about them in this and game. Yuri Mina probably out of this one against Spurs. Not a great, uh, not great bit of news for Everton fans. There potential e- knee injury from their two 0 win against Watford in the Carabao Cup. Mm. Um, Spurs looked a little bit better. Yeah, I thought more, so. more like a team, <laughs> more like an actual sort of competitive top four team. I guess it was a sliding doors moment in, in in the game when Son rounded the keeper at one nil in the oh. second half and hit the bar. Yeah. I wonder if. That's a sliding doors moment in the season. Yeah, to, to to take the three off three points off Liverpool at home, Man City would have loved that, and they're playing well now. And I just think that was a big moment and a shame for for Spurs because they they'd played well, they'd, they'd started front foot. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah. I thought exactly the same about Son. I think when when you go two 0 up at Anfield, uh, Liverpool maybe not quite at the races. Spurs, I mean that's the confidence boost. Yeah, everybody in that squad will have needed and uh, yeah I think he, he actually it wasn't the easiest chance in the world but he he did well he, he did well he lifted it he know, had the lift it, was, it. It, was it was an acute angle yeah it was, it was running quickly. wider and wider wasn't it but um, it's just it, it is margins like that that sort of like I said turn turn seasons around you need to send Serge Aurier on a tackling awareness God, course as well he's, he's such a liability he's ridiculous he must be, Pochettino must be tearing his hair yeah. off and that's a 26 year old player he's, he's not going to learn if he keeps doing that it was just a change. dangled leg wasn't it it wasn't even it was no Precision in it. There's just it's just this. You have no idea where Mane was. Leg. Yeah. It's just if you if you throw your leg out in the Premier League, somebody's going over it, and and that's your that's your game done. Uh, Danny Rose maybe struggled a bit as well. Been looking, thinking, especially against Liverpool, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson. We'll see what fullbacks can do at, at both ends of the pitch. And from Rose and Aurier, you're not really getting that from Spurs. Don't well, Rose is suspended, I think, for this game. So yeah, Davis will come in. Don't think they need to really spend too much in January. I just think they need they need. Yeah, they need a pair of fullbacks in there. Maybe just freshen up, freshen up how they go about things. Yeah, they've got a good record at Everton, and I think they I think they, I think they're, they're, they can take a lot of encouragement from what what they did at Liverpool last Sunday. So I think I think this is, could be the game where they get get three points on the board. Feels a little bit like a must win for Spurs if they are to. I mean, they're not keeping pace with Champions League, but I think this is the sort of one where you've really got to win it if you want to. Stand any chance of being up and around there by by Christmas? Um, I think Spurs will do it. I do as well. Think think Everton just at the back, 
just too leaky. Whether it's whether it's through individual errors or overall, just think that defense needs sorting right. I out. didn't I didn't like the look of Everton against Brighton, so mm. I'm I'm going with you there. On Absolutely. Uh, moving on to fantasy Premier League tips for this week. I think uh, I think the world gave up on Perez last week. I think I saw I the did. amount of tweets I saw. Well, you I was did calling well. for him to be dropped. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's probably probably not playing well enough to justify his place in the team. Yeah, the amount of tweets and messages from mates and stuff, just saying, oh man, I give up, give up on Perez this week. I'll put up with him for nine weeks and, and screwed him over and yeah I mean he just stuck his fingers in his ears and does, doesn't listen to people like absolutely. me absolutely uh, they've got a really good set of games coming up a um, few defenders in there quite cheap so Yinchu is only about 4.7 million I think yeah I got him uh, Harvey Barnes 5.9 million like I say four assists in two games he's probably the differential option in there um, you've got Tealmans and Perez everybody will dive in for uh, but yeah Barnes I mean he's he's doing so well at the minute it's hard to hard to look past yeah. that as the cheapest one in there my one is maybe Jordan Ayew. You know, if you yeah. want to, if you want to save a bit of money, if you've got two transfers, for example, get Ayew in there and then spend big on a on a midfielder. Mm. And, and nice Ayew's fixtures, third striker. the fixtures he's got coming up. I know, I know they got Leicester at home, which is tricky. But after that, they got Burnley away, Bournemouth at home, Watford away, Brighton at home, Newcastle away. There's some nice fixtures there. Mm. And if he's if he's the the stri- if he's leading the line at uh, High Flying Palace. <laughs> Chuck him in there. <laughs> and there is Ketchell dooming Crystal yep. Palace the rest of the season. The yeah. slump begins here. Also, get rid uh, of Mount. He's he's now playing in the mid- midfield. Oof. Pookie, it's over. Cantwell, <laughs> I need my money back on Cantwell, but I never, I've only spent 4.5 on him, so yeah. I'm stuck with him, I think. Can't feel ripped off when you get one good week out of Cantwell. Uh, also, final one, uh, Anthony Marshall, 7.6. He's definitely. a midfielder in this. Oh, definitely. Um, I can't see really... Too much, too much going wrong with that one Must over the next have. few weeks. A few decent fixtures coming up. And what's in Match of the Day magazine this week, Catch? Well, it's a Lionesses takeover. So the England team, 15 of the uh, the England ladies team have, have come and guest edited Match nice. of the Day magazine. So there's Q&As in there. They've picked a dream team. They've given us their skill tips. They wrote the cartoon. You can't, you got to yeah, see this cartoon. They, they wrote it. They didn't draw it, but they wrote it. They wrote <laughs> it. They, they did do some drawing though. There's some doodles in there. So they've had the, the, the pens and, and crayons out. And Sounds like also, school school lesson. Oh, it's great fun. <laughs> Scribble they time. Were, they were really good sports. We we we, nice. we spent um, a couple hours with with um, half the squad, 15, 15 of of the girls, and uh, they picked the posters. We, we said you can pick whatever posters you want, hero posters. So there's a Roy Keane poster in there, <laughs> Stephen Gerrard, Ian Wright. So yes. it's, it's a really fun issue and something something we don't really do. We don't we we do maybe one or two guest edits a year, and and to have the England team do one is 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 fantastic. So we're, yeah. we're proud of this one. And uh, there's match attacks as always on the front, and you're guaranteed a gold Ellie. Mm, perfect. Well, the last time I got my little gift match attacks, got a gold Messi out of that. Oh wow. So, um, I'm very happy with that. Displayed highly on my desk. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I mean, if you need any more <laughs> excuse to justify the magazine, a Roy Keane poster. Yeah. Not enough children have Roy Keane <laughs> posters on Get their on the walls. Wall, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And thank you very much for listening. That wraps up our podcast for the week. Uh, come to radiotimes.com slash sport for all of the latest sporting previews on TV coming up. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>